0: you're listening to the sports beat with richard holdridge and once again a good morning to everybody out there in west georgia it is the sports beat with richard holdridge and i am your host richard holdridge glad to be here on a tuesday We have got a lot to cover on this show, including Simone Biles winning bronze in the balance beam. The United States overcome a 10-point deficit to defeat Spain in the quarterfinals. And I'm going to talk about NBA free agency. John Collins is still yet to sign with the Hawks. All right, I want to talk about Simone Biles because she has been the talk of the Olympics. Say what you want about Simone Biles coming back, doing the balance beam for herself. She needed to prove herself that she could do it. I get it. Gymnastics is a very mental sport. A very tough sport. I remember in high school when Carrie Strug did the vault and landed on a broken ankle and the Magnificent Seven. They were just the toast of the Olympics in 96. Were able to win the gold medal and it was a great moment in Olympic history. Did Simone Biles quit on her team? I can't answer that. I don't know what's going through her mind. I just know that she needed... To do it for herself and she needed a break. And with the Olympic ratings down 33%, this is the lowest rated Olympics since the 1988 Olympics in Seoul, South Korea. And this is really the first Olympics that's gotten political since 1980, 1984, when we boycotted the Olympics in 1980. I'm an Olympics fan. I love all the events, I love track and field. I was watching Allison Felix in the semis run the 200 meter. Can you believe Allison Felix is in her fifth Olympics? She started right out of high school in the 2004 Olympics in Athens. Incredible. So congratulations to Simone Biles, winning bronze. Now, the updated medal count for this morning. Once again, if you are one of these Olympic fans that watches it in prime time, please turn off this podcast. Right now, we are in a deadlock. 68 medals between the United States and China. China has 32 medals as they got two more, as they had two more gymnasts win gold and silver in the balance beam. And the United States has 22 gold medals. Five of those medals are Caleb Dressel's. And he is finished in the Olympics. He's one of these athletes that America is going to rally around. Remember, no Michael Phelps. The thing about Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt Everybody knew who they were, and they're not in this Olympics. Retired. Kevin Durant had a big game for the United States, despite Ricky Rubio's 38 points for Spain. The United States defeat Spain 95-81 to in the quarterfinals. They will take on the winner of Australia and Argentina, and they will play shortly in a couple of minutes, actually, The stage is going to be set. Australia is going to win that game, and they're going to take on the United States. And we're going to have, in the semifinals, we're going to have the remaining undefeated teams and the United States. Slovenia is going to take on France. France advances over Italy. And Rudy Gobert and Nicholas Batum had big games. Slovenia with Luka Doncic with a 24-point victory over Germany. Yeah, Germany's just not the same team without Dirk Nowitzki. I'm just I'm just being honest. He's retired a long time ago. I can remember a time when international basketball was huge. Croatia was big. Croatia's not even in the Olympics. Lithuania. Lithuania like the dream team in 1992, Croatia won silver. Lithuania won bronze. Those two teams aren't even in the Olympics. What about Canada? I would have loved to have seen Andrew Wiggins in Canada, but they they failed to qualify. Puerto Rico, one time they defeated the United States in 2004. They had players like Carlos Arroyo. I really would love to see the Dominican Republic with Al Horford. Uh, Just such a great international play has gotten so much better in the Olympics. And now we have four teams that are going to be left because Australia is going to beat Argentina and they're going to move on. The United States, I think, had its toughest test despite the loss to France. Over Spain, they overcame a ten-point deficit to defeat Spain to move on. Spain disappointed, but the United States are now guaranteed a medal game as they will take on, more than likely, Australia on August the fifth. That will be the semi-final games. Slovenia will take on France, the team that defeated the United States. So there's a possibility that the United States could rematch France in a gold medal game but they got to get past Australia a team that they lost to in the second game of an exhibition Australia has good size and Joe Ingles they have great shooting with Patty Mills and don't forget they got a scrappy player in Matthew Delevadova they I'm looking at this roster they got Thibel he was a great defender for the Philadelphia 76ers especially in that second round series against the Hawks and don't forget they got Dante Exum who's been considered a bust, but he was drafted third overall by the Utah Jazz. I honestly think Australia is going to defeat Argentina. And like I said, they're going to play in like seven minutes. And I might watch this game. I think I'm really interested to see this game. It's going to be live. That's what's great about having this Olympics in Tokyo, is all these games can be live. You can watch them in the morning. And it is awesome. Argentina, not the same team without Manu Ginobili. They do have Luis Scola, who is no longer in the league. I just, I love international play. The United States, do they have their best players? I think they have the players that are willing to commit. They don't have LeBron. They don't have Anthony Davis. They don't have Steph Curry. So, no, they don't have their best players. Chris Paul is not in the Olympics. But Kevin Durant, he has proven that he has been the best Olympian. He broke the scoring record of Carmelo Anthony. And he has done a great job for the United States. He stepped up when it mattered the most. He stepped up when it mattered the most, scoring 29 points, shooting 10 of 17 from the field. They were able to overcome a 10-point deficit. Ricky Rubio with 38 points. It's been all Kevin Durant. With that being said, he played the most minutes. And, you know, you're giving Damian Lillard a night off. Devin Booker, he didn't really have a great night shooting. Drew Holiday is really on this Olympic team to guard your best player. I don't know. I don't think he was guarding Ricky Rubio because he scored 38 points. And Ricky Rubio is really not that great of an NBA player. I mean, come on. The challenge for the United States to win gold is going to get tougher because I actually think either France or Slovenia could give them huge problems, especially if they have to play Slovenia and Luka Doncic. He could go off, and he is unguardable at times. So we shall see. The United States baseball team disappointed I'm disappointed they lost to Japan in 10 innings. Remember, Japan is the host country. Japan knows baseball. Japan won the first World Baseball Classic in 2006. We don't have our best players. All these players for Japan are playing in the Japanese League, and they are great players. They've been playing together for years. This United States baseball team is a bunch of minor leaguers and former MLB players. They're not the best team in the United States. We don't send the best players until the World Baseball Classic. I would have loved to have seen the great players like, I think, Freddie Freeman. He is the Braves' first baseman needs to play in the next World Baseball Classic because he is what stands for the Olympics. Buster Posey, a leader, a catcher for the Giants, a great player. I would have loved to have seen the best players in baseball. Clayton Kershaw pitching for the United States. How awesome would that be? But unfortunately, they don't play for the United States. But I'm just happy to see baseball back in the Olympics. More Olympic coverage tonight on NBC. I am excited about watching more Olympics. Disappointed that the Olympics are going to come to a close on the 8th of August. Till next time, I know that... Everything is just different in a pandemic, especially with the Delta variant going on. So, interesting to see what's going to happen. NBA free agency kicked off with a bane yesterday. And, like I predicted, Kyle Lowry inked up a contract with the Miami Heat. And now the Miami Heat, who re-upped Jimmy Butler, they're going to have a dangerous team. Kyle Lowry is a great player. And with the addition of Kyle Lowry and Bam Adebayo... I think the Miami Heat are going to bounce back. And I mean, they made the playoffs last year, but they're going to bounce back and be one of the favorites in the Eastern Conference. Right along there with the Atlanta Hawks, because I think the Hawks getting Trey Young to that five year extension was very important. $207 million. He's going to be an Atlanta Hawk for a very long time. But John Collins is yet to get unsigned. Remember, he is a restricted free agent. So they can the Hawks can match the offer sheet to whatever team tries to sign him. So let's see what the Hawks can do to try to clear some cap space to get John Collins signed. He's a very important piece for the Hawks to get back to the Eastern Conference Final because now the expectations, if you're a Hawks fan, is they need to be going to the Eastern Conference Final just about every year because they have... The talent and the franchise players and plus they're getting everybody back deandre hunter should be back cam reddish will be fully healthy i cannot wait to see this team with a fully with a healthy deandre hunter and a healthy cam reddish and of course onyeka Kongru is going to be out for six months but that's why they were able to sign a, that seven foot center jang all right lonzo ball has a new home he is going to go to the chicago bulls is this going to be a good signing for the bulls I still think Lonzo is a good player, but the hype train is just not what I expected. I know when the Lakers selected him number 2 overall, his dad really ran the show. He was the hype person. He signed with Big Baller Brand. I actually think his younger brother, LaMelo Ball, is a better basketball player. He won Rookie of the Year for the Charlotte Hornets. This is an interesting signing because now you got Lonzo Ball that is in the same conference as his brother, LaMelo Ball. And it is just going to be exciting when those two teams match up. So good for him. Lonzo Ball gets a big contract. You got Chris Paul going to return to the Phoenix Suns. He's got a four-year deal, and he is up there in age, and he is going to be with the Suns probably for the rest of his career. I don't know what's going on with the Los Angeles Lakers. After this Russell Westbrook trade, then they had to fill their roster and they just bring back a bunch of old Lakers. Dwight Howard, Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington, Trevor Ariza. If you look at the Lakers roster, the average age is 35 years of age. Anthony Davis is actually the youngest player right now that is signed to the Lakers. The Lakers are going to be old next year. Most of their players are going to be in their mid 30s, possibly past their prime. LeBron is 35 years old. He is definitely past their, his prime. Even Russell Westbrook, who's 32 years old, I know that signing makes a lot of sense for the regular season. Russell Westbrook is going to take a lot of minutes away from LeBron James to rest up for the postseason. I honestly think the Lakers signed Russell Westbrook just for the regular season. He's going to put up triple doubles. He's LeBron is going to allow him to do this. Just It's one of those signings that it doesn't make any sense, but I get it when it comes to the regular season. But seriously, Dwight Howard, this is his third stint with the Lakers, and he is back. You got Wayne Ellington. He was only with the Lakers for one year. Trevor Ariza, he was one of the reasons why the Lakers won the NBA title in 2009. He was a huge piece for the Lakers. Kent Bazemore is an energy guy. Remember, he used to play for the Hawks. Then he played for the Warriors. The Oklahoma City Thunder lock up Shai Gilgis-Alexander to a five-year, $172 million maximum contract extension. This is a surprising player, and he is going to be the face of the Thunder's franchise. The Thunder do not have Durant. They don't have Harden. They don't have Westbrook. The Oklahoma City Thunder did a great job. The GM got the players they needed to reach the NBA Finals in 2012. But now they're rebuilding. And so good for him getting that contract extension and uh, hopefully he does very well he's a core part of what they like to do he averaged 23.7 points a game last season shooting 50 percent from the field and then finally what are the Clippers going to do with Kawhi Leonard they're going to re-up him and he is injured for most of the season I don't know if this is a good fit because the Clippers did defeat the Jazz in the playoffs without Kawhi, Kawhi is just always injured. Today's the day where I preview the NFC East, and looking at the four teams, the Washington football team won this division last season with a 7-9 and record. All eyes are on the Dallas Cowboys and the health of Dak Prescott. Also, we'll see the return of Saquon Barkley for the New York Giants, who also have a new wide receiver, Kenny Galladay. It's put-up-or-shut-up time for Danny Dimes in the Big Apple. But here we go. I actually think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win this division. Why? Because Dak Prescott is going to be healthy. We'll see. He's probably not going to play in the Hall of Fame game this Thursday night. They are loaded on offense with running back Ezekiel Elliott, wide receivers C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. On the defensive side of the ball, they have a new defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, he knows defense and they got the rookie linebacker Micah Parsons who in my opinion was the best middle linebacker to come out of the draft. I think he is going to make a difference and the Dallas Cowboys defense is going to improve but not by much. They're going to win this division, but they're going to win it right at 10 and 7 it is not going to be they're not going to run away with this division. They'll make the playoffs because this division is so bad. The Cowboys are going to win this division by default. The next team that I think is going to take a step back is the Washington football team because I don't trust Ryan Fitzpatrick. He usually will do well in a backup role. The keys have been given to Fitzpatrick. He is the starter, and he is inconsistent at times, throws a lot of picks. Now the Washington football team's defense is set. They're one of the best defenses in the league with Chase Young and he is a wrecker on the defensive side of the ball. Jonathan Allen, great defensive tackle. And on the offensive side of the ball, the Washington football team has Terry McLaurin, but they're going to take a step back. They're going to finish 8 and 9. The team that I'm predicting is going to be third in this division is the New York Football Giants. Even though they got Saquon Barkley back, I know that a running back is really, he's very valuable, but he's coming off an ACL tear, and we don't know how explosive he's going to be. But the Giants did improve their offensive line. They did get Kenny Galladay. They got a weapon for Daniel Jones. This is going to be crunch time for Daniel Jones to see if he is the guy in New York. I still think that their defense has a question mark. They're just not the same team from that team. In 2017, with Odell Beckham Jr. that went on that boat, and then they just laid an egg in the playoffs against the Packers. I don't know. I think this Giants team is still rebuilding. They need some more pieces on defense, and I think they're gonna finish seven and ten. Finally, the team that is going to finish last in this division, and they're a mess, is the Philadelphia Eagles. They got a new head coach, they got Jalen Hurts who's now the starting quarterback. Devonta Smith, their new draft pick, is going to be out for about four weeks. And now it just seems like the Eagles are just not the same team that reached the Super Bowl. Firing Doug Peterson, I'm not sure if that was a great move. And I think they got a lot of holes. So those are my picks for the NFC North. Stay tuned for my next show when I preview the AFC West. And that is going to be fun. Speaking of training camp, Carson Wentz is going to be out 8 to 12 weeks. I wanted to mention that on the show because that is huge for the Colts. Do they have a backup plan? Right now, Jacob Eason is their backup. And it looks like he is going to be the starter unless they try to sign somebody else. All right, before I close this show out, I do want to talk about the Columbus Chattahoots. Last night, Game 2 of the Sunbelt playoffs was rained out. They're going to make that game up Today, they got to get that game in because Game 3 is going to be up in Gainesville. The Chattahoots have a 1-0 lead on the Gainesville Braves in the semifinals. They are one win away from the Sun Belt Championship. How impressive is that in their inaugural season? And yes, I will be at that game tonight at Golden Park. I cannot wait. You can also listen to the game on 106.9 as the play-by-play announcer Zach bezos I just refer to him as Zach the Sports Maniac. He is going to be calling the game. Does a great job. I actually listened to him when we left the game early the night a couple weeks ago. It was just a late start for the kids. I mean, we had... uh... A one-hour rain delay. I thought it was going to be a rain delay last night. We'll see how it goes. Good luck to the Northern Columbus Little League team as they travel to Warner Robins to take on South Carolina in the Southeastern Finals as they try to punch their ticket to Williamsport for the Little League World Series. And good luck to the Columbus Lions who will take on the Orlando Predators this weekend in the playoffs. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. I want to thank all my listeners that downloaded and subscribed to my podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe to my facebook page and i will talk to you later i am out bye you've been listening to the sports beat with richard holdry we invite you to download and subscribe you can find us on anchor spotify google cast stitcher itunes or wherever fine podcasts are found thanks for listening feel free to share with your friends and family